A recipe for a good day brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores, your neighborhood store. Why fight the lines at the big box chains when Little General Convenience Stores has what you need? Selling only the best quality brands like Gorelick Farms, Boston Salads, Prepared Foods, KM, and Purdue. Little General also sells lottery, tobacco products, and yes, of course, your stop for your daily newspapers. Weekly specials change every Monday, so check online at littlegeneral.com for this week's specials. Plus, littlegeneral.com is the place to go for the delicious recipes you heard here on A Recipe for a Good Day with Chef Gary. So whether you're picking up food or products for your home or if you're looking for food or coffee on the go, shop your neighborhood store. Little General Convenience Stores, open eight days a week. Feels so good, yes. Gary. It's been so long yeah. since I've seen you. My How friend. are you? Happy New Year, Happy New my Year, my dear, friend. Dear, dear friend. And uh, it's been, uh, it's been, my goodness, uh, uh, I'd say almost a month since we probably met yes, together. Yes, and I, I tell you, you look dashing and debonair as ever. Thank you. I decided to match my shirt to my beard. Yes, yes, you went with the gray. Yes, and uh, Gary, in case you're wondering, went with a red shirt and a black apron today. Yes, with a red uh, uh, hoodie. So yes, a little extra uh, yes. warmth today. Yes. And I uh, hope you had a pleasant holidays, Gary. Uh, it was it was hectic. I got to say, but we got it done, and I'm very happy with the product we put out. Uh, but I'm glad it's time to rest a little bit. I'm sorry that you weren't able to make it last week. You would not believe the buffet of leftovers we had spread across this I'm console sure. last week. <laughs> it we, was full. We, 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 we ate all day on those leftovers. And you couldn't even give me I a know. call. Or, you know, maybe you should pack me a doggy bag. And get your to-go bag? Yes. Yeah, a little doggy bag. I will even supply the bag. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we, had, we had a nice week. Yes. Um, I was away on vacation. Johnny was uh, in with you, and I yes. appreciate you. Johnny, Johnny Jr. thank you uh, for the two shows. Outstanding job. We had a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, thank you again. It's just been great. Well, it certainly helps having a seasoned guy like him around. Yes. Um, but I appreciate uh, your patience during my absence. I did do some cooking on vacation. You did? Because uh, we, uh, we had a, a suite. A, okay. Uh, oh, nice. A, the top floor. The honeymoon suite. Ooh, let us alone. Yeah, which is what Dana did. Ah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I had a full kitchen. Really? And we never left. We we did uh, shopping on our way in. Sure. Uh, so I didn't have to leave that eighth floor, which is my favorite way to go to the beach. Okay. When you're staying on Daytona Beach, I can look at it. But I don't get sand in my shoes gotcha. and so forth and all that. So it looked beautiful and I made a nice, uh, what I did the, the first day is made a nice turkey dinner. Wow. Because I was still hankering from Thanksgiving okay. for more turkey now that I'm starting to see how to get that juicy breast meat. Okay. And uh, so we ate uh, off the turkey dinner um, for, for a couple of uh, meals uh, nice. while we were there. Nice. But did all the cooking. Yeah, which of course uh, means I'm cheap. I don't. Like so they, did they eat. supply the pots and pans? They had the pots, the pans, um, the silverware, 
uh, the can openers, uh, everything that you would need right. uh, to yes. actually cook, with the exception of uh, paper goods, paper towels, things of that right, nature, right, right, right. Uh, which we picked up. But uh, I enjoyed uh, cooking on my vacation. This is, well, why are you cooking? You're on vacation because there's no restaurant that's going to have the view that this suite has. Okay. So what am I going to okay. go, look at a wall? Right, exactly. <laughs> sure. So uh, we we enjoyed that. Um, food prices very comparable okay. in the grocery stores to to sure. what we're, we're pumping up here, um, with the exception, I think, of beverages. For some reason, were cheaper. Oh, okay. Uh, down in down in Florida, and in a plethora of of them. I mean, every place you go, eat, eat, booze is big down there. Uh, even the dollar store has booze. <laughs> you know, it's like, my gosh. But uh, I did not uh, get to make a true Christmas dinner at home, but I. I did get a uh, hunk uh, when I came back of uh, Buddha Ball ham. Oh, nice. From uh, Johnny Reynolds, which was uh, delicious and delightful. There's no leftovers there, so don't ask. Uh, but uh, we are excited to move into a new year, both with you uh, yes. on Recipe for a Good Day and with Lord General as our title sponsor. We appreciate them continuing yeah. the program into 2022, Gary. Wow, amazing. How long have we been on the air now? I would say we're going into our fourth year. Fourth year. Now, I, I don't track it like other people. Other people can say it's my 83rd show. Right. Um, I'm only concerned with the next show. Right. I don't spend a lot of time looking at shows we've done, but I would uh, guesstimate this is would be going into our fourth year, our second year, I believe, in this uh, time period in the that morning. That sounds correct. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, we appreciate you being with us as well, our listening audience, and we remind you there's a lot of ways to communicate to the program. One of those is to email, and we're going to actually answer one of those emails today from uh, askthechef at yes. WNRI.com. It's all one word, askthechef at WNRI.com, and we'd like to know what would you like to see uh, coming on, or here, I should say. This is radio, not television. Yes. <laughs> um, on Recipe for a Good Day. Uh, we do like to start out with some shout-outs. Uh, boy, Gary, but first of all, Gary, you made it through the cold. It, it, as it, it sure is cold out there, isn't it? Uh, it, it how cold is it, Jeff? <laughs> it's so cold, I had to stop eating with metal cutlery. I was walking around with a fork stuck to my tongue all day yesterday. Oh, that's how cold. Oh it was. no, that's pretty, that, cold. that's pretty cold. It's so cold. I saw a hitchhiker holding up a picture of a thumb yesterday. Ah, that's cold. That's cold. That's cold. <laughs> my gosh, it was so cold last night. Dina's teeth were chattering in the glass. Ah, that's cold. That's cold. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, folks. I got more of them if we make our way through the program. But we do like to start out with poor Dina. We do like, and she's got the day off too yes. now on Wednesdays, so she might be listening. We'll see if she arrives in three. Two. <laughs> uh, but we appreciate uh, her sense of humor. Uh, and, of course, you being with us on Recipe for a Good Day. We like to start out with a radio shout-out, kind of a pat on the back for somebody out there in the community or a group. What do you have today for our Chef Gary shout-out? Well, what I'd like to do is give a shout-out to, again, uh, our wonderful customers. Uh, it was a phenomenal year. And uh, the growth we've seen with the grabs and goes and the uh, uh, all the other items we're featuring now, meat pie and this, that, and the other thing, uh, uh, the public has been really receptive to it. So we thank them for their continued 
support. All right. We, I want to send a uh, thank you to the men and women out there who just had a hell of a week. Uh, number one, last Friday, when that snowstorm doubled in the amount of snowfall. Yes. An inch and a quarter an hour throughout the morning hours was a tough thing to handle. And uh, a little bit of snow yesterday, they had to get back out on the streets and send some treatments out there. Yeah. And it can't be fun in that cold and the difficult driving conditions it was Friday morning. So we'll add out our, our uh, folks out there, both municipal and private because Correct. folks couldn't get the little general if the parking lots were not cleared and the walkways right. were not shoveled. That's right. And I also know many employees have to get out there in the cold to clear the walkways themselves. So for all those who help clear out that winter storm, let's add them exactly. to the list. Exactly. Make exactly. it official, Gary. <laughs> oh, that sounds so you, good. You did pretty good considering how cold it is outside. Jeff, how cold is it outside? How cold is it? I had a spicy dinner last night just for the hot burn. That's uh, how cold it that's was, cold. That's, that's cold. cold. That's cold. <laughs> we, we got a nice show, a lot of recipes for you to share today, and a variety of topics thanks to some of the specials that are available at local yes. stores everywhere. So it's that time of the program, Gary, where we line out what our shopping agenda is for the week. So tell us. What oh what oh what is on sale okay. at Little General Stores everywhere now through close of business Sunday? Correct, correct. I like to start off with a top round steak, five ninety nine a pound. I'm telling you, there's nothing like a nice fried steak with grilled onions uh. and a dash of butter at the end. Mm. Uh. Just a, just a, you're all right with the use of butter at the end of a steak? Just a little. All oh, right. just a little. Well, maybe. A, a, it does add a big difference, though. Does. I started doing it since you shared that tip a few years ago. And when it comes to beef, it makes a difference. It really does. It really, really does. And then, we also, we have our own steak hamburger on sale. Now, that's five ninety nine a pound, Jeff. And it's also the leanest uh, of the hamburger we sell. Mm. Uh, it's healthy for you. It's great for you, uh, and it has a great flavor. Five ninety nine a pound. Bone in chicken breast, one ninety nine a pound, uh, and there's skin on, folks. It has the skin on, and these are uh, beautiful size. I, I tell you, you can do so many things with it. You can boil them for a great soup, and you get that stock from the skin. You can stuff the the way they're formed. You can actually stuff it and bake it, and get in. You want to get an internal temperature of one sixty five to one seventy. But I'm telling you, they're beautiful, a nice product. Uh, for my dear friends at uh, Hummel Brothers, ham off the bone. I, I tell you, it's such a quality ham. It's six ninety nine a pound. Uh, it, it really is a a wonderful product. Um, for my friends at Boston Salads. Seafood salad, five ninety nine a pound. It's a uh, a classic uh, sandwich filler. Uh, it has a great taste, and uh, you know for your lunches, just best way to go about it. And you know, I know you, uh, Jeff, like chocolate milk. That is true. Ooh, yes, <laughs> three ninety nine for a half gallon, and that's chocolate milk from Gorelick. Uh, so we had some just wonderful products here, and uh, come in and enjoy. 
Man, speaking of milk, you know, it was so cold. The other day. Oh, how <laughs> cold was it? was so cold the other day, Gary. You know how cold it was? How cold was it, Jeff? It was so cold when they were at Wright's Farm milking the cows. They got ice cream. Uh-huh. That's, 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 that's cold. cold. <laughs> that's cold. I heard Vision Associates was giving away free ice scrapers with every new pair of glasses. <laughs> I could use that. That's cold. <laughs> well, yeah. there's your sale items. And with that, we're going to be utilizing some of those sale products on our recipes today. We're going to talk about that bone-in skin-on chicken breast that's nice. on sale. And we're actually going to share a listener recipe yes. that I received from Lucille uh, for okay. that today. Very good. Uh, we're going to be talking about um, uh, stuffed cabbage, yes. something you can utilize some of that steak hamburg with. We have a burger of the week as well, yes. courtesy of the TV show Bob's Burgers, who, by the way, is getting his own movie. Oh, Believe wow. it or not, on yes. this artistic burger chef. Okay. And I think he, this burger is going to be one of your favorites, Gary. Uh-oh. I know it has one of your favorite items on it today. Okay. Uh, and if, uh, we're going to also try to get that meat pie. We're going to talk a little meat pie yes. for uh, Joan, who sent us an email asking about that. Just to let you know on the chicken breast, it's two sides. So you have a, a full... That's what they call the split breast? Uh, well, you uh, split breast would be half. Okay. So you have the full breast... So you can actually stuff that really well. And I'm telling you, oh, what a nice meal that would make. Oh, you should see the little glimmer in his eye, folks. But uh, <laughs> we're going to be right back. A message from our sponsor. Very proud to have Low General continuing in 2022 to bring you Recipe for a Good Day. Recipe for a Good Day brought to you by Low General Convenience Stores with six locations for your shopping needs throughout the Blackstone Valley. Two-in-one socket, Manville Road and Cumberland Hill Road. Gray Road, North Smithfield. Front Street in Lincoln. Chapel Street in Boroughville. And Central Avenue in Pawtucket. Always hot, always fresh coffee stations to get your day started. Grabbing gold meals perfectly prepared for you. Whether it's for an easy lunch to get you through your work day or to make an easy, satisfying dinner to end your day. And of course, delicious deli items from top-of-the-line lunch meats to top-of-the-line steak and chicken products. Oh, and of course, always fresh ground hamburg. Stay up to date on each week's sale items by going online at littlegeneral.com. Your convenience store with more. Little General, where you always get a smile, a please, and a thank you. Open every day, including today. Proud sponsors of Recipe for a Good Day, Little General Convenience Stores. What you got cooking? Ooh! (laughs) My goodness, Chef Gary. Uh, you know, it is uh, going to uh, warm up today, and tomorrow we have another cold stretch ahead. Last weekend with the cold, though, I took the opportunity with the sale items to, uh, you had those chicken leg quarters sale. Oh, yes. And I made a big old pot of soup, one of my all day soups. Okay. With the pesto, uh, I didn't use my basil pesto. Basil I was pesto. asked not to. Oh, okay. Which is my favorite thing to put into the soup. It was just the best soup I've ever made. But Dina's, I found out, not a basil fan. Okay, okay. Um, and, and she hates basil so much, she doesn't even watch the Basil Rathborn Sherlock Holmes movies with me. That's how <laughs> much she does not like basil. Uh, we have They're good movies too. Oh, I have all sixteen. You want to come over? We'll watch well, them. Sometimes, yes. I love them. Will I get fed? Uh, yes, leftovers. 
<laughs> uh, we are going to use that uh, that chicken breast you just spoke about. Yes. And now, if it's anything like the chicken like quarters, and, and I, I'm going to I'm going to be completely honest here. Uh, the initial uh, response was I opened my freezer and I had a package of chicken leg quarters that were getting a little frostbit. So I was like, well, I'm going to utilize them. Well, I took them out. I rinsed them off, got that ice off of them. Okay. And I picked it up, and I realized they were so puny, they were not little general chicken leg quarters. In the garbage they went. In the car I went, headed on down to Manville Road, visited little general, and I got some real chicken leg quarters oh, yeah. <laughs> to make that soup. Exactly. Not these dinky little chip bones that were hanging around in my exactly. freezer. So there's a difference, not only in the quality, but the size and the skin that you're going to get uh, with these uh, chicken products from little general. You know, Always you're, top skin, shelf. You want a nice yellowish color in the skin, mm -hmm. and usually there's a lot of it, Okay. And yes, you're paying for it, but That's you're paying you, you you in return you're gaining the flavor. Oh, and I will boil that pot until that skin is gone. Yeah. <laughs> or you know, uh, just a, a nice fried chicken. Yes. Oh man, or, Spanish. I did go to a few Spanish food trucks. Oh, nice. There's a lot of those in Florida. Okay. And I found if you want the best fried chicken, go find a Latino food truck event. And oh my goodness, this is, I don't know if it's a spice combination in there. Of course, it's really made fresh. Yes, yes. Uh, because they're usually made to order within the food trucks. But the chicken, I, I should have brought you some back, but I, I ate it on the plane. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> but I want to tell you how this is a magic yes. to the Latino food truck events with, when it comes to chicken wings or fried chicken there you uh, go. pieces. Yeah. That was just, I found them outstanding. Standing. I said, Chef Gary would love this. And the person said, who the heck's Chef Gary? Yeah. Oh. I said, apparently, our listenership isn't huge within Kissimmee, Florida. Oh, okay. But we, we, I left a few cards down there. Uh, I'm we, glad we're going to try to build that yes. for Little General Stores. <laughs> uh, this, this actually is a handwritten recipe. Okay. It came from one of our listeners, Lucille. Thank Lucille. you for bringing yeah, thank it Thank you, Lucille. And we're going to utilize those chicken breasts again on sale, one ninety nine a pound. These are bone and skin on full chicken breasts, as Chef Gary uh, just alluded to. So you're going to want at least uh, three of these full chicken breasts. Okay, and that will feed six? To make this, correct. Yes. This is, this is for six portions. Um, and again, those are on sale right now, ninety nine a pound. Hello, Russ. There's a man I'd like to get in here to talk cooking uh, oh, down the road <laughs> as uh, as he may or may not be venturing to retirement. We don't know. Okay. Um, but, you know, he grows his own garden. Oh, yes. And he loves to cook. So Russ Oliver would be a great guest. Oh, wonderful. Yes. One, one time on It would be a great here. to have him on Especially the in the summer when he goes clamming with Roger. Maybe we can get how they cook those. Oh, that would be something. Um, the recipe, though, here, it's it's called Easy Chicken. From Lucille. And again, you're going to want at least three of these uh, full chicken breasts, three or four, um, bone in, skin on, leave the skin on. Uh, one can of whole cranberry sauce. Sounds interesting already. Doesn't it? And it mixes that with an envelope of onion soup mix. Nice. In addition, one bottle of red Russian, rushing, Russian, not rushing, Russian dressing. And a little bit of salt and paper to taste. <laughs> All right. She has here on her paper a few easy steps. One, uh, put the chicken in the bottom of a casserole dish. Okay. 
spread the cranberry sauce, and again, that's one can of whole cranberry sauce, uh, over the... So you're saying whole berry? The whole berry, yeah. Oh, whole berry, okay. Yeah. Very good. Um, and it may mush when you spread it, I'm yes. assuming. Yes, okay. Uh, but you're going to spread it over the chicken and pat it down. Nice, okay. Okay. Uh, then you're going to sprinkle the onion soup mix over the cranberry sauce that you've matted onto the chicken. At this point, you're going to pour uh, the whole bottle of Russian dressing over everything and let it seep all over that meat. You're going to put it in the oven covered with, uh, with foil at 350 degrees for one and a half hours or until done. Uh, and then you can uncover it the last half an hour to, I guess, allow some of it to brown on top. Okay. Uh, it's uh, what she calls easy chicken. It's an interesting mix, though, an unusual mix. The yes. onion mix, the cranberry sauce, the Russian dressing, but it's an intriguing mix. Yes. Uh, it could it sounds like it would be a little spicy. On the top, on the tot side, just a little. Does that do the Russian dressing combo? Well, in the cranberry. In the cranberry sauce, yeah. But uh, that sounds interesting. This is, uh, and it says, uh, if you have, uh, that leftover juice, save it and use it in a soup. Really? Yes, yes, yes. Interesting. If I'm reading the handwriting correctly. Yes. <laughs> that's what it looked like to me, yes. Yes, yeah, so, so that's, uh, that's your easy chicken from Lucille. And as one item you can try, again, uh, I'm looking for about three of these full chicken breasts, skin on bone in, a uh, can of whole cranberry sauce, the envelope of onion soup mix, and a bottle of that red Russian dressing and salt and pepper to yes, taste. Now, with, but, the, with the potential of a, of a spicier uh, dish here, uh, with something with some kick into it, might you hold off to the end process on that salt and peppering? No. No? no. Go ahead, throw it right in there? Throw it right in. Matter of fact, right. I would actually put the salt and pepper... On the chicken first. Before the cranberry sauce. Correct. All right. And also, uh, because uh, you're talking a little acid in this uh, in this dish, I would take a piece of uh, saran wrap, put that over the pan first, and then your aluminum foil. Due to our uh, delayed flights out of Florida, we ended up with an extended stay. Uh, and there was a, a friend that used to live here in Woonsocket, now lives in Lakeland, Florida. Oh, okay. And we went down to uh, his dwelling for that uh, last day, uh, to his house. And he had leftover Christmas food. Oh. So we shared on that. Now, he had a ham. Oh, see, he likes to share. <laughs> he likes to share. <laughs> Maybe I'll learn something from him this year. My New Year's resolution. There you go. Uh, this ham... When you looked at the meat, it, it didn't have that, you know, uh, off pink color to it. It was, it was a very deep color. And it says, well, what is the ham? It, they used so much cranberry sauce on the ham, okay. it went right into the meat. Oh. But it was delicious. And I took the darkest, <laughs> you know, burgundy piece I could yeah. find. And it was so good with that oh. infusion of cranberry into that ham dinner. So I ate very well down there. Good. Every good.
good for you. Eat well, this year, that's why we are talking on a recipe for a good day. And I want to thank Lucille for dropping by. Yes, with Lucille, this recipe. Thank you so much, sweetheart. We do invite you to do so if you'd like to. Remember the email, askthechef at WNRI.com, so you can send us your recipes that way. Or you can mail it to 786 Diamond Hill Road. That's the address of WNRI Studios, care of recipe for a good day. Or you can drive by and drop it off as Lucille did, which I love because it gives Look. me a few minutes uh, to chat exactly. uh, while you're here. We did receive an email, Chef Gary, and it was, uh, a sh- it was from the uh, second show you did with John Reynolds. Okay. And what we have is an qu- inquiry about meat pie. Okay. And uh, working out at meat pie, I did bring in Marlene Gagnon's recipe. Oh, Marlene. One of our yes, old friends. Nice lady. What a sweetheart. And, uh, you yes. know, you may remember her, of course, uh, recently from the Northern Island Council of the Arts, Correct. one of the staples of Mardi Gras. Yes. Um, and also uh, from the old uh, costume shop, which I think was called Harlequins. Exactly. Right on Main Street. Yes. yes. Sweet lady. Wonderful lady. Great sense of humor. A good person. Well, she submitted through uh, treasured recipes from grandmothers of northern Rhode Island with specialties of French-Canadian cuisine, uh, a recipe in memory of Laura Gagnon. Okay. And uh, this is, again, submitted by Marlene Gagnon. I'll give you this meat pie recipe if there's anything you want to tweak on this. Because they do, I guess, meat pies, household to household, will have a little variation. They will, especially in this area. Yeah. Uh, I don't, well, let me, let me rephrase that. Years ago, households would have their own particular recipe. Now, I think today it's, there's one that's more of a standard yeah. than uh, what you would have years ago. And when it comes to meat pie, made pie crust or homemade pie crust, where are we going with that? Well, for convenience, made pie crust is the way to go. But if you want a real crust and you know how to do it properly, there's nothing like a homemade Pie crust. Is that something that you roll out uh, often in your cooking days of pie crust? or Years, years ago. Years but, ago. But in the old days, it was more routine. Exactly. Yeah. But now, it's just no time. I can remember my Meme Cora, my late Meme Cora, spreading that flour out over, yes. the, <laughs> over the table. Yes. Right over the yes. table. We'll yes. clean it later. Exactly. And uh, let's get this uh, meat yes. pie rolling. But I will say, any pie you, that you do use, whether it's a homemade or uh, uh, already made. Uh, one big tip is you want to make sure it's warm and flexible, so you can so it won't break or chip. Okay. Another big difference, of course, people always wonder: meat pie, uh, meat stuffing versus what's inside of a meat pie. There is a difference between the two. Yes, I know. Most notably, as I was reviewing several recipes last night, one of the big things is celery. You often see celery in the meat stuffing recipes. Correct. But you don't see the celery in a meat pie recipe. Correct. But you will have onion. You will have onion. Correct. Yes. Uh, so here's the ingredients for, as she calls, memes and meat pies, spelt the right way, the French Canadian. There way. you go. <laughs> uh, one, uh, uh, one uh, tablespoon of butter. You okay with yeah, the butter? Yeah, I'm okay with the butter, okay. yes. Uh, one medium onion chopped. Yep. One pound of ground beef, and remember, their own steak hamburg on sale five ninety nine a pound right now at all general locations. Now through close of business Sunday, a half pound of ground pork. Yes. So this is using a pound of beef, a half pound of ground pork. You'll find in the meat stuffings, it's it's a little more evenly matched there. Correct. Correct. 
Uh, seven to eight large potatoes, uh, uh, pared and cut into chunks. Do you have a preference on potato when it comes to meat pie? Or are you just going to use a russet? Or? Uh, a russet is fine. A, a baking potato is fine. A, a Yukon is fine. Uh, you don't want to use a red bliss on that. Uh, make sure you peel them well and you take off any eyes that you may have in your potato. And yes, thank you for clarifying. Eyes in the potato. Yes. <laughs> You'll need yours for the recipe. Yes. Uh, a quarter cup of milk, uh, salt and pepper to taste, paprika, <laughs> cinnamon, and parsley to taste as well. And of course, pie crust if you're doing one pie or two pies, whatever right. you're doing. Uh, the recipe here, uh, Joan, uh, reads a preheat oven to 450. In a frying pan, saute onion in butter until the onions become translucent. Correct. And how fine are you going to chop up those onions? Uh, for the onion, you want to chop them fine. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, the uh, potatoes, you want chunks. You want chunks. Yeah. Uh, at that point, you're going to get those onions uh, translucent. Add in your one pound of ground beef and your half pound of ground pork. Uh, you're going to cook it until you don't have any pink left in the meat. Correct. Uh, add in your seasonings. And here we're talking about that salt and pepper, the paprika, the cinnamon, and parsley. Uh, at that point, uh, you have the, uh, the, the seasonings in the pan. You have just about everything except the potatoes. Well, in a separate pan, boil those potatoes, drain, mash them, add in that quarter cup of milk. Uh, at that point, combine with the meat mixture and mix it in all very well once you have your mashed made. Sounds perfectly correct. It so sounds let it cool before adding yes. it into the pie. Is that accurate? Yeah. Yes. Uh, you don't want to put it in the pie crust because it's you want it so it's cool, but you don't want it wet either. And so the moisture will stay in that pie, and it'll be. And if it's hot, it's going to actually cook that pie dough on the bottom, which you don't want to do. You want to cook everything evenly. Okay, very good. Thank you, Chef. Uh, get out your pie dish. This recommends a nine-inch pie dish. Correct. Yes, uh, standard. Place the pie crust in the bottom. Add the cooled mixture on top of that bottom crust. Use the top crust. Seal the edges and make slits and brush with milk on top. Now, uh, any tips on sealing the edges of a pie? Well, there's, there's, a, there's a couple of uh, a couple of ways. One, you pinch it all the way around with your thumb and your, your your fingers, and you go all the way around the pie and you pinch it. That's one way. Some people will take a fork and press the fork into the edge all the way around, locking in both sides. Oh. Uh, also, uh, when you give a nice uh, nice cosmetic look too. I'm yes. Sure. Now, when you do also uh, when you do your egg wash. Okay, I believe she said egg wash on that. Well, she uses milk, but egg wash—you uh, know, mixing the milk with the egg—would give you the egg wash, correct? Uh, usually, it's just the egg. Just the egg by itself. Yes. Oh. Okay. What you would do is uh, on the outside rim of the bottom pie crust, you want to put that on, and then put your regular cr top crust on. This will hold, help hold it together. Okay, a binder. A binder, yes. Uh, the, as far as the baking instructions, once you get your pie assembled, uh, bake that pie, it says here, 450 for about 15 minutes, and then lower it to 350 for another 25 to 30 minutes or until the pie is done. Correct. 
So I was kind of like taking the same tactic I used on my turkey. The first hour was at a much higher temperature yes. uh, than the uh, remainder of it. As a matter of fact, uh, on, a, on the next show or another show coming up, I have a new recipe on how to cook a prime rib. Oh, okay. And I cook, I, you know, I, I don't want to brag, but I cook a nice prime rib. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'd like to try this new recipe on the temperature cooking. Of the point, movie. very good. We'll yes. look forward to uh, trying those leftovers here on a recipe <laughs> for a good day on this very cold Wednesday morning. How cold was it this morning, Jeff? It's so cold. My dog Baxter was walking around with the two cats on him. Uh, that's yeah, pretty that's cold. cold. <laughs> I heard Jack Frost change his name to Jack Froze. Oh no! <laughs> I left the house this morning. My porch thermometer just read "ouch." That's, <laughs> that's pretty cold, Gary. <laughs> We'll be right back. This is Recipe for a Good Day. <laughs> recipe for a Good Day brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores with six locations for your shopping needs throughout the Blackstone Valley. Two-in-one socket, Manville Road, and Cumberland Hill Road. Great Road, North Smithfield, Front Street in Lincoln, Chapel Street in Boroughville, and Central Avenue in Pawtucket. Always hot, always fresh coffee stations to get your day started. Grabbing gold meals perfectly prepared for you, whether it's for an easy lunch to get you through your work day or to make an easy, satisfying dinner to end your day. And of course, delicious deli items from top-of-the-line lunch meats to top-of-the-line steak and chicken products. Oh, and of course, always fresh ground hamburg. Stay up to date on each week's sale items by going online at littlegeneral.com. Your convenience store with more. Little General, where you always get a smile, a please, and a thank you. Open every day, including today. Proud sponsors of Recipe for a Good Day. Little General Convenience Stores. Oh, fooey. I forgot to listen to Recipe for a Good Day. How do I go shopping now? What's on sale this week? I don't know what to feed Punky the Monkey. Well, Anna Marie, we have you covered all at LilGeneral.com. That's where you can find out what's on sale this week at all Little General locations and now can listen to past editions of Recipe for a Good Day. Just go to LilGeneral.com. You'll see the tab for the weekly flyer. Click that. You'll see the specials this week at all Little General locations and at the bottom of the page, you'll see the link to listen to Recipe for a Good Day. So if you miss a show or are unable to write down a recipe, now you can go listen anytime at your time at littlegeneral.com. Salami, Tommy. Give with the gravy, baby. Everybody eats when they come to my house. Try a tomato plate, too. Here's cacciatore, dory. Taste the bologna, Tony. Everybody eats when they come to my house. I fix your favorite dishes. Hoping this good food fills ya. Work my hands to the bone in the kitchen alone. You better eat if it kills ya. Uh, that's right. Everybody eats when they come to my house except Gary because there's no leftovers. Yes, and, you know, I I don't know if you noticed, but I've lost 20 pounds, Jeff. <laughs> I have. Good, brother. Yes, I have. No, I'm not laughing at that. Just, but he blames me for not bringing <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Keep it up, Jeff, and I'll be down to my... Uh, 
uh, speedo wearing uh, physique in uh, no time at all. I also lost. <laughs> I lost about twenty six pounds. Yes, you're looking uh, well. And it's a simple thing I did was eliminate soda. Soda. Everybody had told me that over the years. Now, of course, we want you to go to a little general to buy your soda, but it, they have other, you know, zero sugar type beverages exactly, as well. Exactly. But uh, I and I'll, I don't go. You might be surprised to hear this. I don't go to the gym. Really? I do this with all, without working out. Yeah. Wow, wow. Uh, <laughs> but just eliminating that amount of sugar intake sure. and uh, what I estimate to be thousands of calories a week off of soda, because I would do two to three liters a day. Wow. Um, One liter, right? Uh, uh, oh, well, they'd add up throughout the course of the day. Yeah. I would say here a liter, then when I got home a liter, here a liter, there a liter, everywhere a liter. A liter. liter. <laughs> uh, they would add up. Uh, yeah, for sure. sure. There's 16 ounces at a time, but, you know, there's only but, so many 16 ounces in a two-liter. That's right. So if I go through two before the end of the morning show, I was well on my way every day. Yeah. Uh, also eliminating the caffeine, I had to do that as well. Um, but just eliminating that sugar intake in those in those carbs and those uh, calories has helped me lose weight yes. just by changing what I drink. So, something for you to consider as you move into your New Year's resolution yes. out there, folks. Yes. Uh, but we do have a good uh, product to talk about. I love a Hamburg week because it allows me to play this very important theme song. That's the theme for Bob's Burgers. Oh, okay. And uh, I gotta I sit you down at some point and show you an episode. It's about a burger cook who has his own restaurant, and he's a food artiste, and he likes to develop new burgers with catchy titles. Yes. Each and every episode, uh, and we've got one for you today as we talk burgers. Yes. As it's fitting for this time of year, uh, Slabels Ring, are you listening? Yes. In the lane, snow is glistening. We're happy tonight. We're walking in a winter Munsterland burger. Wow. And that's what it's called, the winter Munsterland burger. burger. Just now, before you go into that, sure. Jeff, I got to say, looking at today's Woonsocket call, uh, how to improve a bacon burger. Yeah, add more bacon. No, yes. <laughs> uh, the, uh, I haven't read the article yet, but they're saying one of the ingredients would be peanut butter. Now, did Roger Bouchard write that article? Uh, because no. he puts peanut butter on just about everything. <laughs> no, no, he did not. But I'm looking at this, and sure enough, it has peanut butter, and it has uh, Lowry's seasoned salt. Any seasoned salt would be fine. And and I'm just seeing, I also see uh, tomato ketchup. And I see uh, they're going to use potato rolls, which are a heavier roll. And uh, there is, it's like an offshoot of a uh, uh, Portuguese sweet roll, but it's not as sweet. So uh, Peanut butter in and the, the bacon cheeseburger. Yeah. I don't. I, know. I, I, I honestly think Roger would like it, but I've seen him put peanut butter on weird things. Yes. He puts peanut butter on peanut butter. Yes, that's how odd that is. But you know, when it is this cold out, uh, well, yes, especially this morning was so cold. How cold was it? You know how cold it was out there this morning. I had to chop up a piano for firewood. I could only get two <laughs> chords out of it though. <laughs> <laughs> the bed bugs negotiated with me last night. They promised the bed bugs would not bite if they could remain under the blanket. That's how <laughs> cold it the was. The sheep are demanding their wool back, Gary. <laughs> 
That's how cold it is. Have you ever seen, by the way, just uh, sheep, have you ever seen how they cut the sheep, the wool, the wool off the sheep? I am using they use shares to. They do, but uh, because they don't have a, uh, a, a, a backbone of vertebrae, they can actually roll them into a ball and cut it off. No kidding. Yeah. I, saw, I saw it done one time at my dear friend's, uh, uh, the, the nuns of St. Mary's Abbey. Wow. Yes. That's what those nuns, they'll share you down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the Winter Munsterland Burger from Sounds- the program, Bob's Burgers. Now to have his own motion picture. Yes. Uh, we'll see how that works on the big screen. But uh, here's a burger. Now, here's your ingredients. Uh, one pound of beef, ground beef, and, yeah, of course, the steak hamburger on, on sale. sale. Five ninety nine a pound. Thank you very much, Gary. Uh, one bunch of scallions, nice. finely chopped. Nice. Uh, eight slices of Munster cheese. Oh, nice. <laughs> eight eight wow. slices. That yeah. sounds wonderful. Uh, two-thirds cup of plain yogurt. Okay. Two-thirds cup of sour cream. Okay. Two tablespoons of fresh lemon juice. Okay. One teaspoon of freshly ground pepper. One-third cup of milk. It lists that as optional. Okay. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, you're going to need, of course, your buns, which you can buy at little general stores everywhere. Uh, it says here some spring salad mix, and there's a purpose okay. for that. Okay, okay. And, of course, it is a winter Munsterland burger. You're going to need something. How about some snow peas? Snow peas. Snow okay. peas to go with that. <laughs> okay. Just about a handful steamed for yes. each person. Three easy steps. One, season the beef with the salt and pepper. Fold in the scallions into the mix. Then form your patties. You should get four or five patties out of this particular recipe for the burger. Uh, you're going to melt uh, two slices of cheese on each burger for that extra mm, extra Munsterland mm-hmm. yes. burger. Uh, so while the burgers are cooking, you're going to stir in a separate pot. Now, keep in mind, the ingredient list was a little lengthy. But the burger patties themselves only have the salt, the pepper, and the scallions in them. You're going to allocate two slices of Munster cheese for each burger. While the burgers are cooking, stir together the yogurt, sour cream, lemon juice, and pepper in a bowl. The sauce should be thick but pourable. If it's too thick to pour, just add a little bit of milk. That's where it becomes optional to dilute that uh, secret sauce, if you will. Uh, Now, you're going to build your burger. Uh, You have your bottom bun. Now you're going to put some of that spring salad mix on the bottom of that bun. Nice. Uh, you're going to put your burger on top with the two slices of Munster cheese. And you're going to put a dollop of a lemon yogurt sauce on there. There's your secret sauce on the nice, burger. Nice, And then your top bun, serve it with a side of the snow peas. Drizzle some of that lemon yogurt sauce over those snow peas as well. And don't forget to sing the song you have to sing. When you are eating your winter, winter Munsterland burger, which is frosting the snow peas. Ah. Uh, you have <laughs> your winter Munsterland burger, and I know you're a fan of Munster cheese. Oh, I love Munster cheese. Now, it does say... Uh, hello, Moto. <laughs> hello, Moto. <laughs> it does it every week. Well, I get I get tonight. I'm sorry. Must have been one of my favorite customers. Uh, I will say uh, on that... Uh, recipe. It says fold in the scallions. The scallions. Now, folks, again, folding in is just taking it and uh, putting, say, the scallions on top of the meat product and just rolling it in. Not 
uh, stirring it in with a spoon or whatever, just rolling it in, and so it's mixed. What we uh, what we appreciate the uh, Bob's Burgers cookbook. I can't remember. I don't know if this was a Fancy Nancy book or, or where this one came from. It came from somebody out there. I, I want to say Fancy Nancy. So uh, thank you for bringing yes. that in, and it's a great uh, thing to have. I yeah. I go to it whenever we have a hamburg on sale. Yes, and it's a, it's a fun thing. The and it's perfect for this cold weather for that winter Munsterland burger because it sure is cold out. Oh really, Jeff? How cold is it? <laughs> it's so cold out. The Statue of Liberty stuck her torch under her robe. <laughs> That's how I tried to take the garbage out, but it didn't want to go. That's how cold it was. Oh my gosh! The lights at my house would only go on when I opened the door. That's how that's how cold it is, Gary. Uh, we have one more recipe to share on this. Oh. Uh, it is nice to have you back, Gary. Thank you, my friend. Yeah. It says you know one thing. It says well, you do all right when, when you were alone last week. Somebody called and says, "Yeah," but they said, "But the show is far less funny." <laughs> you can't be funny when you're alone all the time. They, they're true. true. Uh, Unless we'll you have a mirror, and then you can laugh at yeah. yourself. <laughs> we'll be back in a second. Stores is ready to serve you every day with great locally roasted coffee, as well as the best prices for all your deli meats. Little General Convenience Stores, we're here for you. If you have a question from your kitchen or a recipe you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Just email the show at asktheshef at WNRI.com. That's asktheshef at WNRI.com. All right, Chef Gary back in studio with me, reunited. It feels so good. <laughs> uh, we are going to uh, continue to work with the Hamburg that's on sale. This is steak Hamburg, five ninety nine a pound. And I actually was uh, leaning towards variety of meatloafs. Okay. But I uh, I did switch gears. Uh, you do have a volume here if you need to adjust oh. your end if I adjust mine. Um, we never talked stuffed cabbage. We've talked stuffed peppers. Right. Maybe, uh, but we've never and talked the, stuff cabbage. cabbage. And we do sell that at the uh, Grab and Goes at Little General on Cumberland Hill Road. I uh, have an old book, again, brought in by somebody. It's called The Hamburger Cookbook, 200 Distinctive Ways of Using Ground Beef to Achieve Greater Variety in Your Daily Menu. It's by the Abelard Press. Uh, this is a fairly old. I know it was given to somebody as a Christmas present. Because it says uh, "Merry Christmas" to somebody wow. right inside the the header. That's one of the great things about uh, these old cookbooks. It makes me feel like part of the family. There you go. This was copywritten, the first edition book, wow. in 1950. Wow, so, that's wonderful. I love these old books. Yes. So, uh, no, Chef Gary, you make a lot of stuffed cabbage. Uh, what I don't want to do here, we didn't talk about this. I don't want to give away any secret recipes of Little General. I don't want to take away from their the unique products. Thank you. <laughs> but we're going to talk off of here. I'm going to give a, I guess I'm assuming a general stuffed cabbage. I would say, I would say they're pretty much all the same. But again, every recipe has its own little niche, little thing they do different. So as I go over the ingredients, jump in, all okay. the process. Uh, it says uh, one and a half quarts of water, which are available right now while your pipes are unfrozen. Yes. <laughs> uh, one medium sized Head of cabbage. Okay. Uh, two tables, two tablespoons of raw rice. Okay. Uh, how much? Two tablespoons. Two tablespoons. Doesn't okay. seem like much. No. Okay. Go ahead. Maybe there were smaller heads of cabbage in yes. 1950 <laughs> okay. than there are today. I say go ahead and make the rice. You can use the leftovers another way. 
Yes. You don't want to be shortchanged on rice at the end of the process. Exactly. Uh, uh, just about a pound of ground beef. Okay. Again, on sale with their own steak, Hamburg, five ninety nine a pound at Little General Stores everywhere. One and a quarter teaspoons of salt. Uh, about an eighth of a teaspoon of pepper. I don't know who's going to measure an eighth of a teaspoon of pepper. Just grind it in there. Uh, a third, another one where they call for an additional third cup of water. A third cup of chopped onion. Uh, one tablespoon of butter or margarine. You're okay with the use of I'm butter? I'm okay with um, the butter, yes. Uh, one can, eight <laughs> ounce of tomato sauce. Uh, a half cup of tomato juice. And a tablespoon of lemon juice and a half teaspoon of salt. Sounds very good. So we're going to go through. They have a few steps here. One, talk a minute, selecting a good head of cabbage. Is there any tips, tricks, or things you should look for when picking your cabbage? Well, uh, you want, uh, instead of medium size, you might want to go with a little larger. Because you want those leaves. You want the leaves, and you want the leaves to have a good size. So I would go a, a larger size. And... Uh, uh, a, a dark green to a, a medium green is a, a good color choice. Uh, anything about firmness? I mean, is it firm like an iceberg head, or is it a little more softer with those cabbage leaves? Uh, those are firmer than. Oh, a, they're actually firmer. Firmer than a, a iceberg lettuce head. So uh, you want to you want to have a firm thing because you. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about that recipe, but I haven't seen it. This doesn't. Uh, but you anything. you want to boil those leaves yeah. first. All right, and that's what it says. Bring that water to a boil. Uh, cut the cabbage leaves off the head very close to the stem. Is that a good piece of advice? Uh, yes, but I would not cut them in half. I would cut them or peel them off the le- off the head of cabbage. It, says, it gives a tip here for peeling those leaves to hold the cabbage head stem up under warm running water because they will loosen and you will not tear the leaves as you peel it off. Oh, that nice tip. And they'll also rinse them at the same time. At the same time. <laughs> yes. Uh, you're going to drop about a dozen leaves into the boiling water as it calls for here. Uh, boil and uncovered for about a minute using a wooden spoon to keep all the leaves submerged. Remove the water with the wooden... Remove the, not the water with a wooden spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Remove the calen- the, the cabbage with the spoon with, with the wooden spoon, and I leave it in a, a nice strainer to drain out. Meanwhile, over to the stuffing. Mix together thoroughly the rice, cooked rice, or uncooked rice. It doesn't stay in the bowl. Uh, I would say uh, it's going to be raw hamburg, so I'm going to go with uh, the raw rice. The raw rice, yes. Uh, meat, salt, pepper. One third cup of water and half of that chopped onion. Okay. Into the mix. Fill the cabbage leaves, which I assume is the most difficult part of this, uh, with the meat mixture as follows. It says here to lay the leaves out flat. Place about two tablespoons of the mixture, depending on the size of the leaf. Correct. Uh, about one inch above the stem end of the leaf. Roll that end over the meat mixture once and then fold in each side of the leaf as you continue to roll. Make all your rolls before proceeding with the next step. Now, is it a very delicate thing to roll a cabbage leaf? Uh, Again, they could crack or split. So you have to be careful when you roll it and when you're uh, folding everything in. Again, you don't want to pull it. You just let it Gently go into its shape. Guide it. Don't force it. Correct. Correct. Um, If you do have any remaining cabbage, you can uh, uh, chop the remaining cabbage coarse. 
Uh, add the remaining onion and one half of this uh, chopped cabbage is some melted butter in a saucepan. Uh, it's about a uh, two-quart size saucepan. Cover, let it brown lightly over medium heat for about five minutes. Add in the tomato sauce, wa- uh, some additional water, tomato juice, lemon juice, and salt. At that point, you're going to place the cabbage rolls in the sauce. Okay. There will be at least two layers, likely, of cabbage rolls in that sauce. And you can top it with the remaining chopped cabbage over the top of everything. It's adding a little flavor really into it. At that point, cover the pot. Bring it to a boil over medium heat. Turn it to a lower heat and cook it slowly. This is calling for about two hours of cooking. Correct. Uh, The other way would be to bake them. Okay. Same type of situation. You roll it, put it in your baking sheet, add the tomato sauce and the tomato uh, uh, soup, and then bake it to finish. Yes. And the aroma will fill your kitchen. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> but the taste is worth it. Exactly. Yeah, the taste exactly. is worth it. A nice project to work on on a cold weekend. It's going to be a cold weekend, Gary. How cold do you think it's going to be, Jeff? I hear Arctic foxes are offering to trade their fur for a ticket to Florida. <laughs> I used tobacco sauces, aftershave lotion. You know, they just wow. burn, yeah. Wow. And it was so cold, <laughs> Bill Clinton thought he was standing next to Hillary all day. Oh! <laughs> that's, that's cold. That's cold. Oh, that's, that's cold. cold. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Well, Chef Gary had a ball being back Thank in studio you, with you today. It's been a pleasure. You want to do it again next week? I do, and I got a recipe for you, though, Jeff. Oh, well, give us one more on the way out. Okay. A recipe for a good day, Jeff. A warm smile, which we need, (laughs) a good laugh, and a great meal. All right, well, Chef Gary, thanks for being with us. Look forward to next week. Meanwhile, back to the kitchen for you. Yes. Yes. It's a nice day to stand there in oven, though, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> and remember, you can email the program, chef at WNRI.com. It's all one word. We'd love to hear from you. Meanwhile, uh, stay tuned. Coming up in approximately a half an hour, we will have Governor Dan McKee, if he's on time, oh, at okay. 1030. He's projecting to have his COVID briefing. We'll try to bring that in front of the John DePietro show at 11 o'clock this morning. But that will really depend on whether or not it is on time. During the program, I did receive a phone call from our friend Ron Miller. Ron Miller runs the Funier in Funier Funeral Home. There was to be arrangements this afternoon and tonight at the South Main Street location in memory of Rita Lachey. Uh, that has been canceled to the public. Ron Miller wanted us to let you know uh, due to the COVID protocols. And we'll probably hear more from Governor McKee in a moment. It is now a family-only private affair for the passing of Rita Lanchet. I just want to say my sympathies to Jacques Lanchet and his sons, Brendan. Can't think of the other son's name. Uh, these are the gentlemen that have been doing sound for Autumn Fest for the past several years. It does a terrific job in New England Live Audio. And I send our show's uh, sympathies to Jacques and his family for the passing of Rita. Very nice. Thanks for being with us. As always, eat well, be merry.